It's June 5th and time for Social in 6. In the same two weeks that summer arrived in the UK, things were heating up on Social 2. We're breaking down the most important news today, including an update on Barcelona, YouTube's new ad formats for the big screen, and Twitter's clampdown on CGI-generated imagery. And if you enjoy this special solo-hosted episode, which I sincerely hope you do, please let us know and leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up, there's more news on when Meta's Twitter rival could launch. Starting with potentially the most exciting development in social for years. In our last Social in 6 episode, we reported that a new text-based Meta app had been spotted in development by app researcher Alessandro Paluzzi. Now, there are new reports that the app currently named Barcelona could launch as soon as, drumroll please, next month. So, what is Barcelona? Well, in a similar vein to Twitter, you'll be able to post text updates of up to 500 characters. You can add likes, photos and videos up to 5 minutes in length. You'll be able to sign in with your Instagram credentials and can also sync across your Instagram followers and your blue tick to the Barcelona app, helping you build out a presence there. You can also like, repost and reply to others' updates. Now, this is all very exciting, so we'll keep you posted as we hear more over the next month or so. Over to Instagram, who are making search ads available on third-party social media management platforms. Meta has announced that a new ad placement is available via the Instagram marketing API ads within search results. Instagram launched a new search ads placement in March, letting brands display ads in relevant search results according to keywords in users' search queries. Now it's integrating this capability within its marketing API, so marketers using third-party social media platforms can also run ads off-platform. When you create ads right from your third-party social media management platform, you'll also get a preview of the ad so you can see exactly how it looks on Instagram. And you'll also be able to view analytics for this type of ad too, directly within your third-party social media management platform. The update is now on all current marketing API versions, so no upgrade is necessary. Well worth looking into. Next up, Twitter's making it harder for misleading images to go viral. Does anyone remember the Pope in a puffer coat? Not a sentence I thought I'd ever say. Donald Trump getting arrested in handcuffs? Yeah, those AI-generated images are creating fake news that's enabling misinformation on Twitter. To combat this, Community Notes, Twitter's crowdsourced fact-checking program, will now let its members add additional context to images in addition to text tweets. Community Notes attached to images, also known as Notes on Media, will include an explainer clarifying to readers that the note is about the image, not about the tweet content. It's currently limited to still images, but Twitter plans to extend it to videos and tweets with multiple images. However, this update relies on Twitter's AI image matching systems to help stop users re-uploading misleading images as new tweets, and Twitter says this might not be the most reliable system at first. But all in all, the update should help mitigate the spread of misinformation and enhance transparency on the platform. Moving on, Facebook's updating its ads to help you generate better leads. Facebook has a new update that helps shoppers find seasonal promotions, plus it's testing a range of new lead gen updates. Firstly, Facebook users in the US, UK, Canada and India will get discounts automatically applied at checkout if they've clicked on select sponsored content advertising the specific promotion. Big shout out to Zuck for that one. And if a user doesn't complete the purchase, they'll get a reminder before the deal expires. Also, businesses using the new Facebook page can add a contact form via a call to action button, allowing visitors to send contact information via Messenger. 
So how will these updates help? Well, Meta's promotions update in testing with select advertisers makes it easier for shoppers to claim offers that are relevant to them, such as seasonal sales, first-time purchase discounts and holiday promotions. And contact forms are also a great free option for users to gather leads before setting up a lead ad campaign. Now to take a look at some numbers as a new report suggests Pinterest is key to maximizing your first party data. According to Accenture, we're a little bit stuck with our strategies. Let's take a look at these numbers. 45% of US and UK advertisers have been using the same approach to advertising for the last five years, and 71% of this group don't plan on changing their strategy in the next year. However, Accenture found advertisers on Pinterest using non-third-party data options such as interest and keyword targeting run no risk on their return on ad spend or conversion rates when compared with retargeting alone. So here's a few tips for Pinterest advertisers. Firstly, combine targeting that uses Pinterest first-party platform data along with your own audience list. Secondly, maximize conversion visibility using Pinterest privacy-friendly solutions like Enhanced Match and the Conversions API. People come to Pinterest earlier in the purchase journey, so account for conversions that may take longer to materialize by expanding your attribution windows. Ensure KPIs are aligned across teams so that departments are working towards the same goal, whether it be maximizing sales or broadening reach. And finally, improve tracking systems with new methods that don't rely on third-party cookies like Pinterest data clean rooms. And finally, YouTube's brought its 30-second unskippable ads to CTV. YouTube's expanded its 30-second non-skippable ads to connected TV campaigns via YouTube Select, its monetizable video library. Instead of seeing two 15-second ads consecutively, viewers will watch one 30-second ad. Now, according to Nielsen, YouTube is now the most watched streaming service for TV in the US, reaching over 150 million people via CTV. Additionally, YouTube's introducing interactive pause experiences for CTV campaigns, which mean advertisers can display ads when a video is paused, albeit these might not be the best placements when people are likely making a coffee. With 70% of impressions from YouTube Select coming from TV devices alone, enhanced ad tools for CTV campaigns opens up new opportunities for advertisers to reach audiences on the big screen in their homes and increase memorability with longer ads. This format also seamlessly fits into viewers' expectations on the big screen. With YouTube's increasing popularity on connected TVs, advertisers can maximize their audience reach and consider incorporating YouTube's various connected TV options. So there we have the big stories of the last two weeks. We had plenty going on from data to social media management platforms to stopping images going viral or fake images, should I say. But I can't help but get away from Barcelona. I am so excited by Barcelona. Now, that's not the city, of course. That is Meta's new Twitter rival. And it really does sound like a Twitter rival, as, as I mentioned in the update there. You know, you can post text updates up to 500 characters. Now, I think I've seen that before somewhere. You can add likes, photos, videos, five minutes in length. You know, they are doing everything to try and get under Twitter's skin and, and nick a bit of that market share. And unfortunately, we, this is literally all we know at this point, but I couldn't help but stop and have a little chat about it because it's so exciting. I mean, obviously, TikTok was probably the, the latest big, big uh, introduction to the social scene. We've seen many try and fail since, but TikTok are the big disruptor. But could Barcelona be that? Uh, we know Meta have got the power. Uh, we know they've recently uh, changed tack from heading down the Metaverse route and now focusing on on more sort of Web 2, if you want to call it, uh, routes. 
as opposed to Web3. So let's see what they come up with. I like the fact that you can sync across Instagram. I think if you can, look, it's going to be a monopoly if if they're successful with this and and they do manage to uh, take market share from Twitter. But the fact that you can sync everything up together, you can take your Instagram followers with you if that's something you care about and your blue tick for the the blue tick watchers. So, you know, you'll already have a bit of a presence there. You're not necessarily starting from scratch, which some people might like. Some people might like to start afresh, some people will have worked very hard to build up that that presence on Insta that you can take across with you. So let's see. As I say, we'll keep you posted as we hear more. But this could be the next big disruptor, and I am here for it. Now let's take a look at YouTube. Now this update here with the 30 second unskippable ads on TVs makes a lot of sense. Previously, it was the two 15-second ads that played consecutively, um, but now it's going to be one 30-second ad that, unfortunately, for some is unskippable. But, you know, for creators and for YouTube themselves, absolutely makes sense to do this. You know, we are so conditioned to being sat in front of a TV, getting served up dishwasher tablet adverts or whatever it may be, and we sit there and we watch it, or some of us might do but with them being unskippable you know i don't think that's a massive issue as i say we're, we're conditioned to sit in there for i think it's three three and a half minutes on tv in the uk i know it's a lot longer in the us and on the continent especially in spain they have like ridiculously long ad breaks you know from a monetization point of view there'll be a lot of creators who are out there and uh, very excited about this um it, it does just seamlessly fit into that um that experience of watching tv uh, watching youtube on tv should i say And let's face it, you know, these stats are ridiculous. Uh, 150 million people in the US now watching YouTube on their TV, actually bigger than Netflix. So that says it all. Huge numbers for YouTube there. And uh, actually quite excited to watch some adverts for a change and experience this one. I don't think I've ever said that before. Now, speaking of Netflix, if you've watched Drive to Survive on there, the Formula One series, you will love our next guest. Join us next Monday, the 12th of June, when we speak to Sam Barker, Senior Social Media Manager at Formula One, and we'll be covering everything from the rise of the sport to -to day-to-day life and the circus of Formula One. 